0: My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere in the If you cannot help a person, wow. don't hurt them, especially the women.
2: So it's just hold essence is to bring out the best in other people.
1: Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does.
0: It doesn't. It's not just conversation, as you started. It actually has a purpose. Good morning, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Our sponsor for today is Suddenly Professional Counseling and Consulting Services, located in Atlanta, Georgia. It offers a variety of services relating to depression, anxiety, relationship, and marital issues. When it's time for change, consider Suddenly Professional Counseling with licensed therapist S. Candy Gwynfield. Now offering e-visits and video conferencing. So visit the website, suddenlypc.com. The change you've been waiting for is there. It's time. suddenlypc.com. Thank you, Suddenly. I'm so ready for our conversation this morning it's brisk, it's cool, and as the seasons begin to change, this is a great time to have conversation, conversation about difficult conversation. Our topic today, folks, is how to disagree without being disagreeable. Well, as you know, life has a way of throwing curveballs and challenges to us all. There are ups and downs, pros and cons, and sometimes we have to disagree and or have conversations we are afraid of having. Ask yourself, are you capable of attacking the issue without attacking the person? Are you at ease when initiating or participating in a controversial discussion? Or do you just go along to get along? Well, before I bring on our guest in the cafe, let me bring to the platform my co-host, my anchor, Brandon B. Good morning, Brandon. How are you?
2: What up? What up? What up? Good morning. Good morning. I'm feeling good. The cafe is good today. Um, it is a little nippy, so uh, I, I have some spiked tea. Is that okay? You yeah. know.
0: Oh wow! What, spiked tea. Whatever gets you going. Whatever does it for you. <laughs> you know, it, it's that it's it, 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 it's that liquid. You know, that warm soothing liquid, or some people like it brisk and cold. Or some may just like your room temperature, but you know our, our body should should digest some form of liquid in in the morning. Make it make it your choice. So it, it's working for you.
2: Oh, it's totally working for me.
0: Awesome, awesome. So let's find out about our let find out about our guest uh, this morning.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so who do we have? Who do you we know have it? hanging out with us? I'm ready. I want to know. Who do we have hanging out with us? We always have, like, awesome guests lined up. But you told me last week that this week was going to be something special, so I want to hear who we got lined up.
0: All right. For you and our audience, we have uh, Mr. David Spigler. He is the owner of the Spigler Group, a management consultant practice that he's been running for 16 years. He's a speaker He's known to speak at, you know, doing controversial topics, and he does empowerment speak, and he speaks at conferences, so if you're interested in having him, you want to hear more about David Spigler. Welcome to the cafe, David. How are you?
1: Good morning. Uh, pleasure to be here.
2: Awesome. Great to have you.
0: Okay. David, we have um, people who are listening and who are in the cafe? And you know, with us coming up on the holiday time, where it's it, 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 it's a little chilly outside, and it's really that time that families come together, people come together, and uh, sometimes people avoid family settings because you know there may be some unresolved issue that hasn't been hashed out, and they want to avoid the family setting to avoid having this conversation. So I'm hoping that. Through this, through this dialogue that we're going to have here in the cafe, that um, there are people who are uh, avoiding family because of a conversation that needs to be had. So I want to just put that out there so that we can help them as well. Right. I kind of got an email last night about that. Uh, so someone is listening, wanting to be uh, healed and, and guided from that perspective as well. So let's keep them in mind. Can we do that? Absolutely. So David, tell the audience a little bit about what it is you do and how you've come to be uh, the expert in in, in dealing with controversial topics.
1: Well, I don't know that I'm the expert, but uh, it's something that I've definitely spent some time thinking about and, and addressing. You know, in my professional career, as you mentioned, I work as a consultant, and that gives me an opportunity to work with a, a diverse group of individuals across the country and had opportunities to speak at industry conferences. Now, typically when I'm speaking at a conference, the the topic is, is technical in nature and, and fairly safe, and so there's not a tremendous amount of risk. But when I have the opportunity to spend time with clients on a one-on-one basis, you get to know them. Sometimes it can be a somewhat intimate um, understanding that you develop, and you start to understand a little bit more about what people are about. And so, you know, that that's given me some perspective on the topic. But even more so, I've had the opportunity, as you know, I'm a member, a very active member with Toastmasters. And so I have the opportunity not only to speak about things that I do professionally, but things that interest me personally. And one of the things that has occurred to me during my my journey in, in speaking is that a lot of the topics that I and a lot of others, I think, tend to speak about tend to be the so-called safe subjects, the things that are sort of cute and interesting and and informative, but don't really push the needle in terms of things that perhaps we're passionate about. And some of the things that we're passionate about may be the kinds of things that are a bit controversial, are a bit edgy, that others may not always agree with. And, you know, sometimes it's those so-called... You know, sex politics and religion type issues that can be very sensitive, where people tend to steer away from, from those topics. And what I have found is that it's certainly fine to talk about the safer subjects, and, and we shouldn't stop doing that. But if there's an area of passion that you have in, in your life and something that's really of interest to you, you definitely will want to hold that back. You want to be able to, to pursue that. And so one of the things that I think in the last year or so that I've begun to explore a little bit more freely is how can we start to explore those issues that really are are passion areas for us that are really of interest and do so in a way that takes conflict out of the equation, that we can, as you said, we can disagree without being disagreeable. So as I've gone forward, I've I've spoken publicly uh, for many years on many topics, but in in the last year or so, I've begun to explore this side, and, and I've done it at times and talked about edgier subjects when it's worked well, and I've done it in times when, it hasn't worked quite as well, and so through that entire journey, I've I've sort of learned some things along the way that that hopefully can can be useful to others as well.
0: Hmm.
2: I think that's pretty yeah I think that's pretty awesome. As a matter of fact, um, I mean, you said you definitely said a lot, and one of the things that I, I, I'm just dying to know is what do you what do you consider so controversial that um, that somebody else might be uh, shy or timid to speak about.
1: So I think there's a, a wide variety of, of topics that for any particular person might, might be an issue. For, for me, one of the things that I've been exploring is the fact that in this nation, all you have to do is, is turn on the TV and, and listen to the news or read a newspaper. You can see that there's a tremendous amount of division in our nation, that there's people at different ends of the political spectrum. We live in an era right now where there's a lot of divisiveness around and we need to start to come to grips with that, and we need to understand how we can – we may not always agree on what should our economic policy be, what should our immigration policy be, what should our national defense, how do we deal with North Korea, things like that. Those are all things that we that none of us has a complete answer. We may have our own individual perspective, but the divisiveness that underlies the entire conversation, is something that's very concerning to me, that when we have – people in in public that are sort of shouting at the top of their lungs uh, things that are uh, you know not just attacking the issue but attacking the people on the other side of the issue that i think is is really where we run into we we run into trouble and we we risk losing the the potential to really learn from one another through a a a solid discourse between individuals with different views
2: Mm, i definitely agree with that as well uh, I, I can I can attest to the fact that some individuals have a really 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 hard time discussing politics in public, uh, discussing race issues in public, discussing you know stern likes and dislikes. So I definitely understand uh, where you're coming from. One thing that I do want to say is that I, I know that like like Soy said earlier, with the holidays coming up, I know that every family's got just a little bit of drama. So how do we squash the drama? Like, so so you're, you're an expert in speaking and conversing with people, but how do you get your message across without coming off as, you know, haughty or crass? How do we do that without starting a fight?
1: That's a great question, and, and that's the big challenge right there. I think at the end of the day, really what you're looking for is the ability to be tolerant of other people's perspective. And I think that occurs in two directions. So if you, if there's something, again, imagine the ho- with the holidays coming up, you spend time with family. These are people who you love, who are are close to you, but you may not see if you've got extended family, you may not see all year round you may not, there may be generations that have different outlooks on, on different topics. And so the question is, how do you bridge that gap? How do you deal with these kinds of issues without all of a sudden things blowing up? And I think that when I say it, it, that that discourse needs to happen in two directions, it needs to go from the speaker to the listener and from the listener back to the speaker. So as the speaker, if you have a topic that's a, one of those passion areas for you you, you should feel free to express yourself, but you need to – my advice is to be mindful of the fact that not everyone that you're speaking to will automatically always agree with you, that there, there may be issues that you, where you need to be sensitive to the fact that your audience, so to speak, may not always agree, may not always buy in, and you want to be respectful of that even if you disagree. At the mm-hmm. same time, the listener needs to take that same outlook and flip it flip it on its ear and say, "Okay, I want to be able to hear the other person, even if I don't always agree with what they're saying. Uh, I, I at least want to hear them, and I'm going to respect the person." So sometimes so, that can be facilitated. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, no, I I hate to cut you off, but I just I definitely I, I definitely need to ask. Um, at that point, should we appoint a mediator? So if me, you, and soy uh, are in the same space soy and i have an issue which would never happen because she's awesome should i should i use you being our cousin as a mediator you know what i mean like is that is that something that should happen
1: yeah i mean it's certainly that that's one option that that can be done so if you get to that that point where it's an impasse and things are getting tense it's often helpful to bring in a, a neutral third party who sort of sees both sides may not agree with both sides equally, but at least can see and say, well, wait a second, you know, uncle Joey, you know, he, he's not accusing you of this, or he's not saying it. What he's saying is, you know, and basically reframe the uh-huh. argument and then going in the, in the other direction. The other thing Absolutely. too, that I think is helpful. Hold on one second, that,
2: David. Hold hold on one second. That music right there means that we have our fit tips. I don't know about you, but I have been waiting for quite some time for a fit tip. So let's hear what the fit tip is, and we'll get right back with David.
0: Good morning, folks. Your fit tip is your tip for life. You can use it spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, or financially. And your fit tip for today is be careful what you say to others and take responsibility for what you say. We should realize that our words have action, and what we say to people can pierce their heart and their mind. Let's take accountability for what we say, and before we say something, ask ourselves, is it thoughtful? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it knowledgeable? That's right, people. Think before you speak, and remember, your words may come back to haunt you.
2: And I like that fit tip. that right there is, is that's that's we're going to the mental fitness now, so I like that, and also I'm gonna challenge you to be very, very careful of what you do to others. It's very important how you speak to others and how you act to others, so we were just talking with David, and David was explaining a couple of different ways that we can talk or or speak with an individual that we may have had some history with y'all know exactly what I'm talking about individuals that family members specifically in this particular scenario that you've had an issue with you guys don't see eye to eye but now you're getting older it's a new year you haven't seen each other you're at auntie's house or big mama's house and instead of being awkward you pull them to the side there's me there there's soy there and there's david as playing the, the role of uh uncle joey right so David was explaining to us that that was <laughs> David was explaining to us that that's definitely an option, and he's actually giving us some more options on how to deal with a situation like that. And yes, it's awkward, but if you happen to be that bigger person that's coming in to to make that change or to make that um, that that confrontation a conversation, David is telling us how to do that right now. So David, please continue.
1: Yeah, so I think that what you just laid out, what we were just talking about, is is one great way to sort of diffuse any kind of tensions that might, pipe up, might pop up. One of the things also that you can consider to to hopefully eliminate the tension before it even arises is when is in the way you, in which you frame the discussion. So let's say I, something's mm. happening in in the in, the, in in the political world or, or, or whatever that, that I want to discuss. That's really an area of passion for me. And I know that uncle Joey, isn't going to see things exactly the way I see it. If I just launch into a tirade about it, then that's probably going to inflame some passions on the other side and may lead to a fight. If on the other hand, I can frame the discussion and say, you know, this is something that I've been feeling. And I know that not everyone agrees with me. And I understand that there's a lot of uh, good, good thought on the other side of this argument, but, let me share with you something that I've been feeling and, and share with you why I feel that. If I can present that information in that kind of context, I now am not, I'm not attacking the other side. I'm not saying that you're dumb or stupid or wrong for thinking you know, differently than I do. Just saying, this is how I feel, and let me explain why I feel the way that I do. It gives the other person an opportunity to save face. It gives them an opportunity to disagree with me. And still feel like I'm not attacking them, and I think that can be very helpful when you're when you're dealing with controversial topics as well. Oh, totally, mm-hmm. totally. I like
0: that. I, I like that. I like that, David. As a matter of fact, I, I was I, you know I was taking notes here too, and I had my two things to add in, which I, I was going to commend that. We definitely want to be careful about the words that we use when we have these discussions um, with with family members, or friends, or, or, or loved ones, or even employees, to just to um, make sure that we don't um, have accusations. And I always say, avoid starting your sentences with the word "you." You know, don't don't start your sentence with "you." Maybe I would offer you say, "I feel," "I felt," you know, because you you can't. No one can argue how you interpreted something. It was your experience. It was how you, how you express yourself, was how you felt when it happened. And so that that eliminates one argument there. Because if you start with you did, and no, I didn't, yes, you did, but then you're not even dealing with, with the issue at hand. So if you say, I felt, this is my experience, um, that's a good way to start. And also, I, I would add, David, what do you think about this? Um, to... Um, maybe recognize that this may not be the place for the conversation, you know, that mm-hmm. maybe recognize that, you know, I realize that we feel differently and maybe sometime later we can agree to talk about it. And that way the, elephant, the big elephant is now minimized. So it's not like you're both in the room and trying to avoid each other. You can One of you can say that. You know, I realize that the last time we spoke it was unpleasant and maybe another time we can talk about it. And you can agree to disagree and still enjoy the environment or the setting that you're in without letting that control the room. What do you think about that, David?
1: Oh, I agree a hundred percent. I think, you know, just as I said at, at at the start of this discussion that you know people should feel comfortable talking about areas in which they have areas of passion. At the same time, the opposite is true also where you shouldn't feel like you need to have those discussions at every opportunity. There, there is a time and a place, and there are mm-hmm. opp- times when it may not be the right time to be controversial or, or confrontational. And so, there, are, there's a lot of wisdom behind what you said. That is that sometimes it, the right step is to diffuse and to try and step back and say, you know what, let's let's put this on the on the on the burner on the side here. Let's look you know we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner. Let's have a nice meal. Maybe you know we we can pick this up later on or tomorrow or whatnot. It doesn't always have to be a situation. So I think if people are trying to, if you're trying to express yourself, I think it's easy to step back and it's you know take a step back and, and realize that you don't need to be controversial or confrontational all the time. If you're trying to convert everybody to your perspective, then I think that's where you run into trouble, where you feel like you're always you know, out and, and, and trying to convince people. But if if all you're doing is saying, listen, there's something that I feel, you know, strongly about and I'd like to express it, you also know that there may be times when it's not that right time and you can dial it back as well.
2: See, that that's something, I I, I have to say it, that's something that I have definitely, that tactic, I have definitely failed at. I usually go at it with the brute force tactic, which is, if there's some space that uh, we need to clear, I don't. the next time we see each other face-to-face, we're going to clear it right there. And so I, in, in a Thanksgiving setting, if just probably the only sacred place is the dinner table when everybody's eating. I just won't go blurt it out right there like how you see in the movies. But prior to that, we need to get that air clear because I don't feel comfortable eating with you. So help there's you one of my cousins.
0: they're going to help you out. They to help you out. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's what that's David, what I'm David saying. Like,
2: you out. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I mean, I'm sorry that you know, the this is one of the perks of being the co host of this show. Like, you know, I get to I get to and my dirty laundry up right here. <laughs> you know, this is free therapy right here. I don't have to, you know. So I have a tendency to just go right in. I I wanna know. So we had this conversation, we had this problem. What's the deal? You know, so Uh, my cousin crashed my car one time and she just refused to pay. Like, she just told me, like, well, I I don't feel like I had to pay for it. You should have got new brakes. And I was like, are you out of your mind? Like, what are we doing? And uh, this went on for quite a while and we just saw each other uh, and I pulled her to the side and I was like, yo, look, I don't don't really care about the money, but it's the principle and how you dealt with the situation. So what are we doing? You know, uh, and and, and so what I'm asking is, in a situation like that, what's another way to get my point across? Do it in the moment, right? Because we've seen each other. Because the minute that she walks away, she's gonna just sit there and ignore my calls again. So, what do I need? To, what can I do in the moment so that the air is clear right then and there?
1: so i think there's a couple of them that's a good example i think there's a couple of things that you can think about there one again is the way in which you approach that issue clearly that's an unresolved issue you've got to get to the bottom of because if you don't it's just going to fester and you're going to continue to get angrier and angrier about it and probably she's getting angry about it as well and so you're just hoping that it goes away without speaking about it and that's probably not going to happen so i think the first thing is to say listen we need to resolve this, and I know that you don't see it the same way I do, and I don't see it the same way you do. We need to get to the bottom of this, and that the, you know, the suggestion you had earlier about let's bring a third party in. Let me express why I feel the way that I do, and, and you can express why you feel the way that you do, and maybe that neutral third party can kind of reframe this and, and help us. So if you're a trusted person within the family that isn't going to take sides and can sort of be the balance in between the two, then I think that may be a good approach to, to take. And I, But I really do think that at the end of the day, you want to get that out. I know when I've spoken about controversial topics, so d- taking outside the family context, you know, I, I gave a speech last year. Uh, I had some strong feelings about the upcoming election, and so I want to – but I was feeling very, very self-conscious because I didn't want to tell people how they should vote or what they should do. And so I tried to express myself, but I tried to – at the same time, I held back. And I don't know that I really got my point across as well as I could have. Now, more recently, Mm -hmm. after what happened in Charlottesville, I, again, had very strong feelings and wanted to speak out. And this time, I I sort of got over it and said, you know what, I'm going to frame it. I'm not going to be attacking. I'm going to lay the foundation and say, you know, this is something that's concerning to me. I'm not trying to convince anybody or, or, you know, change your mind, but I just want to express myself. And then I just let it out there. And I think that w- that was really well received, even from people who didn't agree with me on that particular view. And so I think it, going back to your family situation, holding it back isn't going to be the answer at the end of the day, because that's just going to fester. Your, your car is still smashed up and somebody's got to pay for it. So I think if you, if, <laughs> right. you, if, you, if you diffuse and say, listen, we're family, we're going to get through this. I love you. You're my cousin. We're, we're going to be together for the next 50, 70 years, whatever. But at the same time, we got to get through this. Let's figure out a way to attack the problem rather than attacking each other. You know what, David? That, uh, I, I like that because that's definitely. I
2: definitely did not go at it like that. I was very attackful, and I, uh, I definitely did what Soy said, and I was like, you, 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 Soy. Thank you.
0: You, you, you. you.
2: Like I said, you're awesome. I mean, but everybody knows that you're awesome. Okay, fine, whatever.
0: It's, it's all its all about helping the people. It's all about helping the people. So, David, we quickly wrap up. But let, let us know where we can find more information about you and any upcoming events you got. So if you can share that real quickly, that would be great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the big event that's coming up is the District 44 Toastmasters Conference at November 17th and 18th and the Alpharetta Marriott. Or the Atlanta at Marriott in Alpharetta, and uh, I will be speaking on exactly this topic the, the, on Saturday at 3:30. And the title of the session is "I Can't Say That, Oh Yes You Can." And again, it's getting at the mm-hmm. at the heart of the issue of being free to speak about topics that may be a little bit edgier, and how speakers and members of the audience can can receive and and, and deliver information in a way that's non-confrontational but still, you know, goes after certain issues that that sometimes people hold back on. I like All it. All right.
0: Well, thank I, you, David. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. You, you planning like to attend right now? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I didn't do my pen. registration
2: yet, but I definitely will.
0: All right. Awesome. Thank you, David, for hanging out with us in the cafe and sharing those truths with us. And I'm hoping that people can uh, walk away being empowered and realizing that they can disagree without being disagreeable. Awesome content. You guys, don't forget to visit the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com so that you can be empowered. Uh, We have a lot of tools there that you can use in your everyday life. We have a library there that you can go back and listen to shows you've missed. Don't forget to look for us on your social media sites. We are there as well on Facebook, Instagram, Google, LinkedIn. We're out there. Just Google us. You'll find us. You'll also find we have an app. So download the app so you can stay connected and never miss another show. In closing, folks, I want to say to you that small minds talk about people while intelligent people talk about ideas. Think about that and look into your conversation. What does your conversation look like? I challenge you to examine it and be better at how you carry yourself. Rise up, people. You can do this. I believe you can because you're awesome. Tell them so, said so, and we look forward to seeing you next Saturday right here on Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning chef.